Ah, come on. Feeling like you might freak out? Try Guaranteed Ride Home from Commuter Connections. If you ride share to work, you are eligible to receive a couple of free rides home each year. Guaranteed. Why freak out about getting home in case of illness, unexpected emergencies, or unscheduled overtime? Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Patrick, I can't even believe Sarah. this. Nats players at the White House, MAGA hats on. Okay, hi. Greatest day of my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd be excited. Suzuki! What is up with that dude? And, and Zimmerman, um, like, thanks for making America great and safe. Are you, were you blown Love away? Love Zimmerman now. <laughs> was I blown away? No. I was a little surprised. Well, actually, I'm not because baseball is sort of. What, Republican, conservative? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I mean, you know, I mean, don't you feel like. You know, I will give, know? except for a few players who didn't go. I think Rendon, Doolittle. They're, you know, they're lost. You know what? Regardless of who's the president, you win the World Series, go to the White House. Like, you don't have to like who the president is. It's an experience. Be with your teammates. Enjoy it. But despite the few that didn't go, it looked like I give the Nationals tremendous credit. They went. They enjoyed it. And um, it was it looked like it was a great event. But we didn't even talk about it. They won the World Series. I know. They did win the World Series. Were you blown away Game 7? Obviously, you weren't there because it was in Houston. But... Um, you got to go to some of the uh, World Series games. You know, it was... Um, I did not think they were going to win. Being involved in it in the sense of the coverage, the games were on Fox, obviously, uh, the pre-games, the post-games. Uh, I mean, we just killed it. We did the, we covered the parade. It was really fun to be part of. And then the fact that they <laughs> win game six and seven in the fashion My they boy. did, it was great for the city. Game seven was awesome. I mean, I mean, to, I can't imagine. And then we get to watch the Redskins that on Sunday. <laughs> oh God, who's even watching? Do like, do, Fox doesn't have all those games anyway, right? The Redskins we have most games. of the Redskins games, not all of them. No, so depends you, on who they play. And you had massive ratings, and then you just see a huge ratings dip. Like everyone tunes out. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> like, it's such a letdown, right? Oh, to go from the Nats to the Redskins. I know it's so disappointing. And they lost again, right, over the weekend to the Bills, I think? Yeah, they just... One I don't and, even They're follow. one and eight. They're terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's awful to watch. Um, but yeah, you guys, they, obviously, they win the World Series. Huge um, for DC. The station was amazing. You guys covered it We really so were. Much. And again, I know. I, I, every GM or news director would probably say the same thing. But everywhere I go, and I even overhear people saying how great... Fox Five's cover. We were everywhere. I mean, we put, and in, in the rightly so, we were getting the revenue from the game. So yeah, right. We needed to put our best foot forward. But you know what was amazing is like you did that on short notice because it's not we like did. you guys knew yeah. that and we have tremendous. Go. I mean, from our new staff, operations, engineers, sales. I sent a great note out, perfect note, as Trump would say, to the staff. I'm kidding. No, I sent a note out to the staff. That, like just. <laughs> actually was the day of game seven saying just what an amazing job everyone did because yeah you're right no one expected them to be there it's short notice you're traveling to houston back from houston setting up stages and risers and pre-game shows and post-game shows and 
you know, the entire station, you know, rallied around it. Well, and, and then um, you got to do unscripted. You know, you basically have to go out there. You got to interview fans. You've got to yeah, try to Yeah, did you see the content. guy we interviewed the night after the game? So, oh, I, see, you know what? I really wanted to share this on more of my platforms, but then I actually thought you might be mad because I was no. like, I don't know if the best clip of all time was Sue Pelka. She interviews, and Sue Pelka, as if people don't know, yeah. is one of the sweetest yeah. human beings, right? So here's Sue, a grandmother out there, a two-time grandmother, dad, two-time grandmother, and he's like, DC needed this. We got an a-hole in the effing one. <laughs> we got an a-hole in the effing what? Well, by the way, she when she introduced him, she goes, you, she goes, you've been the most gracious right. fan, and then he like just. <laughs> unleashes uh, uh, like crazy obscenities at the president and it's like and she goes oh my oh my oh my god she, <laughs> she just turned oh, oh my oh no she's like completely grandmother and then we had Mr. Uh, slip and Slide okay, Patrick, why would you put him on your airway and promote that after we talked about what is sex uh, listen, is a because I told standard. you I couldn't put the two women on <laughs> Because I would have got fine. So I went for the next best thing. The big fat guy, Mr. Jason Turner, slip and slide guy. No, he's a nice guy. Well, I, sure he's but, sweet. By it's, the way, the clip. It's not his fault. So it's, the clip with him and Tucker. So his name is Jason Turner. He's the gentleman who rips off his shirt. You know, let's just say a pleasantly plump gentleman mm. who slides on top of the dugout when the Nats won the World Series at Game 7. He was at the watch party down at Nats Park. We have him on the morning show the next day him and tucker do it tucker obviously tucker loves to take his shirt off because he's right. in very he's good in shape. shape yeah um you know for for a 50 plus year old Look at you getting in the digs. Okay. You are <laughs> no, so, I love Tucker. I love you. you know what's good about you is you're like a little petty too. You're little, like, of course. You're like yeah. a little petty. Uh, yeah, I, like you know, I can I, appreciate I can. that. Okay, Tucker. Yeah. Now I got to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> look better than you. <laughs> Patrick does not want to be out abs. I love it. So uh, they do a little chest bump yep. and, they, and then the best is though at the end the guy goes shout out to my boys he points oh my god tmz I, barstool bleacher <laughs> report it went everywhere i feel bad for the poor women of whatever it is their website where they were trying to promote breast cancer poor things poor poor thing <laughs> Yeah, they, and look, I'm all about body positivity. I don't care that he took his shirt off. What I don't like is the, the double standard. I know, like, I, he's by the celebrated. Way, I, you brought that up on our podcast, and I went, and our newsroom did a whole big Insta poll on it, and it was a, it was a we what made it a... What did people say? What was the... Uh, it's about 50-50, you know, and uh, by the way, it's... It always disappoints me how many women go, well, those women were like promoting their own business. I'm like, do you think that this Jason Turner kid isn't aware that he's going to get... Yeah, he's trying know, to... He's I don't know what he was promoting. Maybe nothing. Himself. But himself, own, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. That, but anyway, the entire two weeks, so much fun. I know. I drank. It was great. I saw like Monday, like all the people calling in sick. I was like, yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Like, yeah, at this station also. Like get, get your ass to work. I don't care if you're tired. <laughs> They've been working like two weeks straight. They were like, you just saw your sick list on Monday. It was great. It was like so-and-so sick, yeah. so-and-so, so-and-so. We basically had a puppet show for a newscast because there's no one around. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I should go in and see what they need. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so that was like all the nuts. What else? So much fun. Any other thoughts on that? Like do you, you I know, know, I just think you were they, happy about the White House stuff. What do you think, though? What's your overall take in a, in a very liberal, liberal town? Do you think um, people are really outraged about the Nats going? Ryan Zimmerman? No, I don't. You don't. I don't. People tried to make something about Suzuki wearing the hat. Some idiot reporter or pundit, whatever you want to call him, was saying that he should be banned or suspended by Major League Baseball because he put a racist symbol on his head, the MAGA hat. I mean, come on. Like, these people, 
I the more I the more time I spend on Twitter, which I'm trying to cut back. Cut, yeah, do less of yeah. I hear you. The more insane you realize how help how, how I mean, they're a baseball team that went to the White House. Like, get over it. Everything is not outrage. Everything is not something other than it really is. Like, they went to the White House. That's it. He honored them. It was fun. They gave him a jersey. Move on. I actually, you know what I thought was fascinating? Go vote for somebody else. Like, if you don't like them. Like, yeah. He did make an impeachment joke. It was funny. He's like, you know. He did. All I kept hearing last week is about Nats, Nats, Natitude, Natitude. That and impeachment. (laughs) (laughs) Dave Martinez was standing behind him and cracking up. It was actually pretty funny. I know. Davey Martinez was completely, like, on board. Dude, you're standing next to the, like, that's what I, like, I don't, again, I keep saying, it, I don't care what president that was, Carter, but, like, you're at the White House, just put aside politics. It's such a tough, it's such a tough one, because I can see I think people ways. do it on purpose. No, it's not both ways. Just, you're next to the president of the United States, regardless. But when regardless. you do go and put the MAGA hat on and all that, it's like you Let me ask you a question. Of, what has he done that is so, that people wouldn't even want to be next, like, well, no, I mean, there's not enough. Do you want me to give you a list? No, there you can't a, give like, me you know a list. I'll get, Patrick, we don't even know, seriously, the effects of what's going to happen in Syria. You know that's just a terrorist breeding ground, po- which we're going to That's not why you for. wouldn't stand next to the president because of his policy in Syria. Stop. Like, did you see Dana White's interview, by the way? So Dana White, UFC, pres- owner of and president of UFC, there was a lot that came out because Trump went to the event on Friday night at Madison Square Garden. And some of the early reports were that he got booed. Well, Dana White came out and said, absolutely not the case. But Dana White came out and told, he was asked a question. Were you concerned about Trump going to your event at Madison Square Garden? And Dana White spent 30, about three, three and a half minutes answering the question. Okay. And he went through how Trump has been a loyal friend who's helped him all along the way. He's been the first person to call him about his success. When he needed help and vice versa, Trump was always there. He talked about how... All right, you're talking about a friendship, though. That's different no, no, than... Like, that's not what I'm saying. A- what I'm saying is, though, like, he, I think he did a great job saying, like, calm down. Like, I like him, but I also love... And he was talking about um, Michael Rappaport, who's a really good friend of Dana White's, who hates Trump. Hates him. Right, the sports... And how he's really good friends with Snoop who also hates Trump. And I think what he was trying to do was saying, I could be friends with Michael Rappaport and he can disagree with Trump, but I could also be friends with Trump and I don't have to be vilified for it. And he was like, you can do both in this world. And I, anyway, I thought it's worth, a, it's worth listening to his answer on was he concerned about Trump going to the UFC fight? And uh, clearly he wasn't. And, and I think he was just saying that the guy's always been stand up. He, he couldn't find a venue for and Trump let him go do with the Taj Mahal in Atlantic City. Anyway, it's... I, you know, but it's, it's... My point is, I could difficult. stand next to people I don't agree with. I, I'm not offended if I don't agree with you. You and I don't agree on a lot. <laughs> I'm not a... No, but... Well, we can say, hang no, out, yeah. But I'm not. Like, I, I have very, very, very liberal it's friends who I, who I think are great president. people. I don't agree with them. They're snowflake attitude sometimes, but... Like, get over yourself. (laughs) Well, uh, I just think we have to. I mean, this is this sounds corny, but, you know, hopefully whether Trump wins next year or not, hopefully we could get to a point where 
We could disagree on policy, disagree on substance. We could even disagree on if he's presidential or how he tweets and all yeah, that stuff. That, I think is the but still, thing too. still have conversations about what's what's really going on here. Well, it's crazy. Now. I I do believe, and you, I think you mentioned this like several weeks ago. I think we're at that crossroads now. I think people are just tired of the anger and the screaming and the fake outrage on every little thing. I, well, what I thought was interesting about the Nats is I thought that people were far less outraged about them going. It was interesting to me because I think the Nats have so much goodwill that a lot of people were like, you know, it's always a double standard on social media, too. You know, some people get a pass and can say yeah, things. And I mean, things. I think and we we talk about know, some people can we, redeem their careers very easily. Yeah, we're like in the Mike news Tyson. business. Yeah. We're in the social you're in the social media business. I think we focus we, could, we we draw conclusions based on Twitter, which I think is a huge mistake. I, I, I agree. It's so, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, let's move on to Larry yeah. Hogan, Governor Larry yes. Hogan. Uh, locally, this story you'd shared with me, obviously got a lot of uh, discussion on our airways last night. And just on some national media as well. Yeah, so uh, Governor Larry Hogan came out, basically, and there's a controversy about a flag that has a blue line. It's called line. blue line flag. Yeah, so tell us about this. So a gentleman made constructed a blue line flag and he presented it to a certain uh, precinct for the uh, Montgomery County uh, Police Department and Mark Ehrlich Ehrlich I think is the correct pronunciation who's the county executive of Montgomery County refused to let them hang it up okay and apparently it got to somehow got to Larry Hogan's desk and he became aware of it and he has two of similar flags that had been constructed for him hanging in the state house and he blasted the montgomery county executive called him uh i forget exactly what he said but it was shameful um it was disgusting i actually think he used the word disgusting or distasteful that he uh banned the police officers from putting it up so this is an interesting one because i was very critical of mayor bowser and got heat for it on Twitter and other, you know, when I talked about it on the podcast, when she posted a flag, uh, when she added a star for, for the D.C. statehood okay. battle, where I think this is different is that was political. This was not. This was just somebody created a flag, non-political, to support the police. And you have a county executive saying... Because it's dismissive of some, right, right. He he felt like it could be, d- even though he probably hadn't decisive. Dis- even though he had no complaints on it, no, like who, re- like no one. The- <laughs> His How do you know it's the, is that police, you know, that that there are a lot of police doing a great job, but then there are also a lot of police who are not stop, doing a great job stop. in our he, judicial system. By needs the way, work. He, That's, he he's just he's out of touch. I'm not a fan. You know. He's a so, he's basically a socialist, um, anti-business, uh, and clearly maybe anti-police. I mean, I hate to say that, but like, why are you why are you creating controversy when there was none? Do you think anyone's really going to care that that flag? So, by the way, we did an Insta poll on it. Okay, what people? One say? of the largest responses we ever got. The amount of people who participated in the thousands, and it was the final poll was eighty-seven percent said the flag should be hung. 87 to 13. Okay. So, uh, anyway, it became a big contract. I mean, it's rare that a go- sitting governor will call out a county exec like that, but he just... And so far... He didn't hold it, back. 
And yeah. Earl, Ehrlich has, has he, not changed his position, I don't think. And right? I don't even think he's commented, to be honest with you. Yeah. Not that I, I mean, we. I mean, I'll say this. It seems like that one is a bit of a stretch because, you know, it was a gift to the police department to yeah. put up. I mean, you know, it does seem like maybe, of course, we know like every public department needs work. You know, I mean, there's So apparently no, the blue line, some people, when I say some, and I hate we say some people, I'm not sure who these people are, but find it offensive as they say it's a countermeasure to Black Lives Matter. Um, again, I'm not sure about that. I, I saw it as just a tribute to the police, but I don't know enough about it. But there are some people who I saw who an article. feel that way? Yeah, okay. that like, you know, Black Lives Matter, so do Blue Lives Matter. Okay. And people are offended by Blue Lives Matter. Blue Lives Matter. Um, so, I, I, yeah. maybe. But anyway, the, 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 the reason it really picked up steam was because a sitting governor just completely blasted a county executive yeah yeah hogan was was really pissed and i think you're right overall got a lot of support because yeah. i think you know like you said the level of it it was a gift to be hung in you know i mean larry went i mean his statement was i've i've had to uh, go to many services of fallen officers over the years and this is just a tribute a non-political tribute to the officers he's made a bunch of these for various police forces um he constructs it himself the gentleman who who donated it and um the county exec ha- obviously from montgomery county decided to make it political your it's, county by the way oh <laughs> god just terrible wow it, it's such an interesting thing that you live in uh, one of the most liberal counties i love it you know Come yeah, on, you, know, you know, you, you listen, really, I'm uh, see, I like told you I could be next. Uh, <laughs> I could be next to people I don't agree with. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love paying high taxes for less service. It's great. <laughs> and failing schools. Uh, why don't we talk some polls? Because yes. uh, Fox News has done some polls. New York Times has done some polls mm-hmm. in regards to Biden yes. uh, versus Trump. And versus big New York uh, Times poll came out yesterday. Elizabeth Warren. OK, uh, which does have Biden up, by the way. Barely. Um, but by some. By some. So, Two, uh, three, four points in each of the battle. I'm talking about the battleground state poll. OK. So a battleground state poll came out. New York Times battleground state poll. And it looked at Biden, Sanders, Warren versus Trump in the six battleground states. You know, Florida, North Carolina, um, Wisconsin, Michigan, um, Pennsylvania, Ohio. And it Biden was the only one really that, like Biden was up two or three in each. I think Florida, they were tied. Okay. Maybe Trump was up one in North Carolina. But then against Warren and Sanders, it was Trump who was ahead. And especially against Warren, Trump was ahead. And the concern for the Dems, as I've been saying the entire time, if the polls right now are that close, Trump's going to pull ahead even further. As long as the economy stays strong. I mean, you're talking impeachment, 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 impeachment right now. Right. Which, which, now, having way, said that, when is... you get it down to one candidate, do they coalesce behind either a Sanders or Warren or Biden? I still think Buttigieg gets the nomination. You do? Yeah, I think he sneaks really? in and gets it. Yes, I do. Somehow, I know, some though. way. I think he's going to have a problem with black voters. Yeah, but so does Warren. Does she? But I think she's easier to get on the bandwagon than... I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's going to be how Pete, how Pete Buttigieg kind of defends that. You know, he had the whole racial his rallies police are, incident. His rallies are big. He's on message. He's moderate. You know, are Americans going to vote for a gay man? I, I don't even think that's an issue. 
honestly. Well, I, we I, talked about it the other week. It's an issue for them to vote for a woman. I No, I don't. I think the 20% of this country, and I'm making that number up, that might have a concern about voting for a gay man are all on the right side, are the conservatives. Like, what moderate's going to have a problem voting for a gay man for president? None. I, I yeah. I'd find it hard. Maybe the maybe the maybe the maybe the Christian I mean, maybe the he, yeah. maybe the heavy in e- evangelical mo- moderates, if there's such a thing. I don't even know if there are right. moderate evangelicals. But I, I don't even. I haven't like to me. That's a non-issue. I mean, maybe for someone they get in the booth, they may not like it. But I think that's few and far between. So you think Pete Buttigieg gets the nomination? I just think he right now is the strongest, wow. most on message candidate. I think Warren was on message. I think Warren was picking up momentum. I think her health care for all, Medicare for all, whatever you want to call it, is such a disaster plan. $52 trillion says she's not going to raise taxes on the middle class. I think she's smoking some of that stuff <laughs> that, uh, you know, I, th- it's a non-starter. It's a non-starter platform. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I still think Joe Biden gets the nomination. It, I think, if Biden gets it, you know, I think it's so going to. I think there and I think it'll be the most fun in terms of. Well, I think Warren against Trump would be the most fun. We could oh, sell pay-per-view epic. tickets. Yeah, Biden that'd against so Trump good. second. Bernie against Trump. <laughs> oh, well, I would love that, too. I mean, I love to hear Bernie speak. I think Bernie's awesome. I, but. I would think that Trump is most scared of Buttigieg. One, it's hard to attack right. Buttigieg. What do you say? Seriously. I mean, what, you're right. You're right. I mean, but he, think you know, about it for a second. Incident, like we're talking about, you know, you could does, talk Warren. You could, you could call Warren a socialist. You could call her Pahokahanish. You could tell her she's lied. You could talk about her $52 trillion plan. Bernie, pure socialist. Call him out. He's been in. He's been in in government for twenty, thirty years and he's done nothing. Yes, and Biden, Sleepy he's, Joe. He's old. He's off message. Whatever. What do you say against Buttigieg? What does Trump say against Buttigieg? I. That's a great question. Who knows? It's tough. Trump. It's tough. He'll probably some make some gay slur. So no, he won't. Go, no, he can't do that. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> shocked no like he, he can't do that. do that no he can't he can't oh he can't. we just wait if he just did he'd be toast wait. he'd be toast just wait okay um I, I thought this story was fascinating i don't know what your thoughts on it are, are out of the uk the birth coach um who was hounded out of the industry um crazy a doula in the uk <laughs> after transgender activists branded her facebook message claiming only women have babies as quote offensive and actually yep. this sort of group of doulas i'm gonna do what joe decipio did last week on this topic okay I'm, what was that uh, uh, everyone visualize right now i'm putting my head in my hand <laughs> yeah. because i can't believe these stories I mean, this is where I do think, like, I side with you in the sense of I think this is where people, this is how Trump gets momentum. I think this is where people are just tired of this. Um, Essentially, the gist of the story is this woman has her own kind of page where she Mm -hmm. talks about doula. And she she made, made this statement, essentially, that. Only women give birth to babies or whatever, which, which is, I think, which true. Is true, right? <laughs> and transgender activists felt Not like think it's true. It's true. But I guess technically, you know, trans people feel like you could be a woman becoming a man. You can still give birth if you haven't had full surgery. So it, you identify as a man. But biologically, it's a woman still giving birth, right? 
I mean, this woman ends up resigning. Now, you know, the, basically, the organization said, look, you delete your message. Fine. She deleted it. But then she also said, look, I, I can't be a part of this because I just don't believe in, in what you're saying. Yeah. So just you think this is complete. I, I mean, I know how you feel, really. Well, no. Listen, I, what, what do you mean you know how I feel? Well, you think this is ridiculous. No, I, mean, I think there's, again, I think this goes back to one of my main two things can be true. You could be pro-transgender you could be embracing of diverse cultures and what people truly believe and who they are and if that's not what they were biologically at birth then that's fine but you also could think some of this is crazy like biological men competing in women's college and high school and professional sports winning these events as not right and you could also believe that women are the biological women are the only ones that do give birth. Well, you know, you obviously manage a an organization yes. that has a big branded name, has to worry mm-hmm. about this. When do you think organizations are actually going to stand up and, um, you know, push back against these kind of? Um, well, I think it know, depends on the organ. If the organization does something wrong. Well, I yeah, just but in this case, there really nothing was done wrong. I mean, you know, but the organization basically <coughs> chose to cave to any pressure, and we see this all the time. We see talk it, all about the time. it all the time. It's, it, Whether it's Disney, whoever it is, you know, somebody becomes outraged because something seems racist or this, you know, and they pull it, they apologize, they take all the heat. You know, you don't see. I mean, when do you think you're going to see organizations actually stand up? We, well, we talked about it about maybe two months ago, thinking that. We had hit maybe a tipping point when a few of these, uh, like the comedians came out and, and, and defended and a few organizations came out and said, no, this is crazy. I think it depends on the organization and what their... Uh, what their beliefs are maybe and what I their... I don't even know beliefs. I think how much equity they have in the marketplace and how strong are they are of... Uh, you know, we talk about with P&G caving yeah, on... Yeah, with on Gillette. The, on with the Gillette ju- well, Gillette and then, and then Procter & Gamble on the... Uh, was it the tampons, I think? Yep, they're removing the female symbol, I know. Yeah. That's so interesting to me. Like when I mean, you'd think someone like Procter & Gamble, but maybe they did become scared because they lost $5 billion from that Gillette Me Too So ad. let me ask you a question. It's going to be a hard question. Ask away, okay. You're a, ch- you're a biological, f- biological female who becomes a male. Okay. Right? You, you identify as a male. Right. So you're a male transgender, right? And you give birth. Yeah. Are you a male giving birth or a female giving birth? I think you're a man giving birth. I think that's the way they would identify it. So you agree with... Look at you and you're like sipping your coffee. You're like, sip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the way they would identify themselves. But women biologically can only give birth in in the world, right? Yeah. But now the whole thing is, right, you can identify as whatever you want to be. I just, again, I'm putting my head in my hands. (laughs) Well, no, I have a dilemma question for you. So, you know, I'm, I'm... Obviously, I'm married now. So yes. I, over the Christmas holiday, this is the first holiday I'm going to stay away from my family in Maine. We're going to go to his family because we kind of rotate every holiday. Anyway, one of the things that some of his family members want to do is go see Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. do stand-up in Detroit. Yes. And I'm wrestling with should I go or not. Yes, you show. should go. Why do you think I should go to that Why show? Why shouldn't you go? Um, I don't know because he like masturbated in front of women without their permission. Sama- uh, no, Sarah her? Silverman. Silverman came was, like, out the and one supported. Woman. Okay. I mean, he paid a lot, don't you think? Um, I don't know. What, what would, I would think most comedians would think it's okay to go see him. I mean, I just feel like.
like that's so creepy. You know what I'm saying? And like, if you, you don't feel good about it, don't go. I know. Well, I'm wrestling with. Well, one, I'm always fascinated with. Like, I, will he address I, it? I What's, think the. You know, I guess where I was going with that was. I think the. The the comedic world. Yeah. Would say go see him. Yeah. Now now there are women who probably like absolutely offended at what he did. Right. And should be. So I, I just think it's a personal preference. Yeah, you know, I wasn't in the room. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, that's a good thing. That was yeah, that's that a good was thing that I wasn't in the room. Especially if you'd Breaking news. I, I don't know, Patrick. We Patrick was not in the room. <laughs> a, um, that would be a whole other podcast. I don't know. That's a good question. I know, question. me too. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I'm leaning towards going. I yeah, purchased my ticket. I'm I would, just like, I would go. Every, because did, I'm curious, but I also am like, oh, am I supporting I don't put, somebody who... Admit, this, is gonna, this may get edited. I don't put him anywhere near the Harvey Weinstein category. Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby. Yeah, like oh, I'm so excited they to abused, read Ronan Farrow's Potentially book. raped, mentally abused women. I, I don't... And again, I don't know every instance of what Louis C.K. did or didn't do. I don't... I, mean, I don't put him in that category. I don't know why. Like, I just don't. Right. Um, doesn't mean it was right. Right. But I also think he... My sense is his crimes if you want to call them that like you think should be a, forgiven a different scale okay. yeah i think they're on a much much different scale all right that's just my my okay. take i'll keep you posted that will be another podcast topic uh last topic i wanted to mention to you did you see this um it continues to get like uh, new studies but that the millennial generation is going to become the wealthiest generation your kids essentially are going to inherit all your money and us millennials are going to be the wealthiest generation yeah. now, not, this is, this not is because they've earned it on. Is it because they've earned it or they, does it it's matter hand- how you get money? I mean, are you going to say that? I mean, Trump didn't make his money. His uh, father did. Yeah, he made some of it. Oh, yeah. With a great base. I mean, who gets a million dollar loan from their parents? My kids might. According to this study. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so your kids. I mean, oh, so did you we, see it's a running joke boomers. in our family. When I when I, I will be my family will be much richer when I'm dead. There's no doubt. They won't grieve. They'll grieve a little. But, but then, then they'll be, be like, like living the life. Wow, good for them. Mom, did you I call mean, the like insurance company? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've earned it, though. I mean, really, I mean, you know, because you are no, a lot no, of no, fun no. when you're drinking. But I mean, you're tough to put up with sober. My wife has earned it. <laughs> exactly. My so kids have. My it. kids have earned shit. My wife deserves it. Yeah, she deserves the money. Like, she does whatever. Like, my kids? Uh, not so much. I mean, I love the kids, but they, they, they've earned nothing. So I don't even think, I think you're too young to actually be considered a baby boomer, but $68 trillion is what baby boomers hold in the United States alone, which is crazy. And I thought this was shocking. So I don't even know what generation am I, I, what am I? Aren't you generation? Why? Am I Y? No, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't think you're a baby boomer. I'm not, I'm not a baby boomer. I think it'd be like fifty-eight right now. Yeah, and yeah. higher. Yeah. Um, but anyway, just like but you're, you're still... really not a millennial. Okay, I am. I am. De- <laughs> I'm closer to a millennial than you are a baby boomer. What? Um, <laughs> By I, the way, speaking. Yeah. Two topics ago, getting pregnant. How are things going? I, well, I will have updates for you. I'm sure very soon. <laughs> well, okay, we're gonna be put on the spot here. Well, listen, we're on the topic. Things going well. <laughs> things are going. 
doing very well. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have an update for you very soon. Oh, breaking news. Will, Is yes, breaking news coming soon? I will, breaking news probably very coming soon. Ooh! Yeah. Yeah. I think we're breaking. Oh, I'm giving birth on air at Fox. I think we're breaking news right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, Are you going to call the coach that got. Well, I mean, the birth so coach to think about. Are you going to call the birth coach who just got crucified? Well, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, honestly, it's like shocking. Like, are you going to do a birth coach? Are you going to do? Uh, that's one of the things you have to think about all the time. You're going to. Are you going to get hire a doula? Are you going to? I, I have no idea. We're like researching all these things. It sounds like, um, you know, the doula is great if you're going to give birth naturally. But I'll tell you right now, I get double Novocaine when I go to the dentist. So I'm not even going to pretend. So I think it's called a hospital. yeah but apparently like the doula advocates like sometimes they like leave you in labor too long do you know if you're gonna breastfeed yet i have no idea like no no, i just have no are you gonna have like all these gadgets so good friends of ours just had a baby and you know we're totally out of touch obviously in the baby world right now so we go to their they have every they have apps that tell you when to feed the kid and when to burp the kid and these purifiers on the formula and it's like gadget central for these kids. I will tell you this, the bougiest thing that we will probably do. So we go to this emotional couples therapy that we've like been going to forever. So we love going to couples therapy. So the, our therapist was Are there other us, couples there? No, oh, just, oh, us. just you. Okay. But our couple our therapist was telling us that when we have the kid, like she that basically there is now a therapist. I don't know what I can't remember the name that teaches you to read your child's um I and like um, emotions so you can tell if they're being like anxious or not like before they can communicate so I gotta tell you I really do sounds like a scam how they say that it like helps the kids so much because parents like when the child looks away it's overstimulated as a baby but then parents try to get it to me like they like come here like they try to make eye contact and you're not supposed to do that did you know that what'd you do with your kids stuck a bottle in its mouth Anyway, oh, I, I mean, like, people have been raising kids so now, like, oh, I, seriously. But have we been raising them well? Don't you feel like every generation gets more sensitive, gets more kind? Don't you enjoy that? I mean, people are better in the world, probably because now people don't hit their kids as much. You think you think youth of today are better than youth of yeah, twenty I years do. ago? They drink it, less. They have less like sex. I think they're more thoughtful. Based and on what? So drink less, less sex. To me, that's two bad things. Like, okay, okay, well, now you're 14, <laughs> for God's sake. Well, I didn't say, I said youth. I mean, like. Yeah. No, I think that's good. I think the more you drink. And, you know, you get very upset. You know, you often say that young people will quit because they feel like a job is too toxic or they need to emotionally so grow. I, but I think that's actually Speaking of that, okay. I just read this hard. No, I don't. I think It actually has happened here once with one employee, the ghosting, where they just, they never come back to <laughs> work. They never showed up. No, wow. no, no. They showed up to, but when they want, they don't like confrontation. Mm. And they just okay. They leave. They don't even t- like no. Me- like, hey, I'm resigning. They just don't come back to work. We've actually had it happen. Okay. Well, I mean, does that surprise you? That's not like that bad in all these years that you've That's been terrible. a manager. Yeah, but come on, people are like. I-, I think the younger people that work here are much more socially conscious. Yeah, they are. I mean, it, it's it's the news business. They're you're talking. You're not like. But I still think that's. And people are getting ghosted on dates, and now we're getting ghosted at work. 
my God. Come you're, on. You're so funny. Um, all right. Look, I know I know we had kind of our under a tight deadline. Anything else you want to mention? Well, Anything else exciting going on? Good stuff. Good stuff going okay. on. Okay. Well, we will be back next week. Maybe we'll have an update. We, yeah, yes. Updates coming very soon. <laughs> um, and where can people follow you? Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. Okay. We'll see you guys next Bye. week.